Hey ladies, fellas, and friends, you are listening to another episode of Three Dope Wives with LaKendra Adesui, Adelise Jones, and Lamisha Dixon. With over 30 years of collective experience, we are here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really all about. Honey, we are airing out all the dirty laundry, spilling all the tea, and telling all the business. Are you looking for something really real? Then, honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we did. Welcome, ladies, to season two, episode 10 of Three Dope Wives, the podcast that opens the door to the real married life from the perspective of three amazingly dope wives. We have a rich topic for y'all, as always. But before we get into all that, right now, it's just me and Misha. So, Misha, how have you been? (laughs) Good girl. Just, you know, in Texas, well, in my area, Texas is spring break. I know. Popping. Popping. So everyone out. Everyone is out. You know, we don't, it's, it's no, ma- even though some places said don't come in here without a mask. There's no mask in Texas, but we had to roll out. We did. Mm-hmm. We, um, me and the family hopped on a real, real, real super cheap flight to Cancun. I flew but- spirit. <laughs> no, nah, we ain't. I can't. I ain't feel like fighting. So we didn't fly because you know it, you got to check your bag. You got to pay for that. Right, you got to be right. able to fight. Like those right. are the requirements <laughs> to fly Spirit. I ain't feel like fighting. So uh, we flew actually American, and our tickets were so cheap. The resort was probably the biggest room, double room that we've ever stayed in, and it was so cheap. And we just like caught That's out. What's up. We caught out and it was great. We had a beautiful time in Cancun, y'all. Now, was that planned or was that kind of like a spur of the moment? Like, you know what? Mm -hmm. We need out. It was it was spur of the moment. We had plans. Yeah, we had plans to (laughs) hang out with um, the mother in law and cousins and stuff. And then we decided we didn't want to work in the garden with her and help her build (laughs) a flower bed. And do work like that ain't no fun on spring that break. Spring break, right? I do that. <laughs> so we 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 flew ourselves out. <laughs> that is too funny. And uh, we had to take a COVID test before we went, and we had to take a COVID test at the resort um, to get back. So that's one thing. If How you was wanna, that? If you want to travel. The first thing you want to do if you go into another country is make sure if you have plans on coming back that they offer COVID tests on the resort, like on the property, because otherwise you're catching um, taxis and cabs and buses to who knows what kind of clinic there. Some kind of sketch in the hood. Yeah, to, <laughs> to get a COVID test that you have to pay for. And you don't want to do that. So we made sure we had a friend as a travel agent and she said, hey, Make sure if you book a resort that they offer the COVID test on site. And so we did that and um, took the test. It took about for it was five of us that went. It took us, you know, about 10 minutes for all five of us to get done. And they did the brain one. OK, so, you know, here in Amer- in the in America, in the America, in the America. <laughs> they, you know, get the long stick and they go up through your nasal passage, behind your eyeball, through your brain, get some juice yeah. from your brain, yeah, right? And then pull it out, and that's how right. <laughs> that's how they test you for COVID. <laughs> no, so like they really don't want you to have COVID. They don't want you to have to stay on their property, and they got to provide you room service, and they right. got to keep you there in a the room, and they really don't want you there. When I tell you, they took um, the Q-tip was probably about the size of my fist. 
and just like rubbed it on the air around me and then sent me on. <laughs> I cannot. Negative, ma'am. You are negative. You are negative. Have Thank a good much. day. Boarding your plane this way. <laughs> Out of our resort, please. <laughs> no, but they did not go all the way afar. They just said they needed like some just fresh juices, you know, from your nasal that passage. Too funny. It was one, it was the How easiest. How do you do with that? Well, she had a hissy, like she tore bricks out the wall, pull the curtains down, <laughs> kick the woman in the head. I could just imagine her. <laughs> the drama of it all. That's what took nine minutes of the 10 minutes of the test. <laughs> was I could just imagine. Down. Oh and, my gosh. Um, but literally it was like the lightest swab. It was more of a tickle than it was a swab. Right. And then they called us back that night, like it's probably eight hours later gave us our results and then we had to do kind of it's like it's fly verify it's an app that you have to download oh you upload your picture your passport your negative covid test and then once your flight information once you do all that then it kicks you back a qr code and that's what you use at the airport airport yeah Hmm. yeah so that's just i wonder if it's like that in all countries or if if it's i don't know mexico if you go into Mexico, that's what look, you got. You know, I'd be look trying to, to catch flights real quick. Listen, you got I'd more so, airline miles so than, quick. <laughs> than anybody I, I know. know. Like I flights know. is what you do. Sis. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's why when you said he was going to Mexico, I was like, yes, live your life. Yes, it was great. Look it. Much well, that, that's good. I'm glad you were able to get away. Um, what about really you? We didn't really do much. It was, it was a low key. Um, Amaya's birthday is next week. And so, mm-hmm. but she has um, volleyball tournaments all weekend yeah. next week. So we celebrated this weekend. So we had a couple of her friends um, come over to her mom's house and we went all over there. Edgar Bout had a heart attack. This was like his first, this was her first birthday party, I guess, uh-huh. as a teenager with guys. Wow. Okay. And so these dudes like and they I'm, I say dudes because mm. I should be saying boys right but, but these dudes they look like grown <laughs> men yes. and so they coming up and she had five of them they're all best friends it's like it's a big it's a group of 10 five girls five guys they're all really good friends she doesn't like any of them she likes another kid that wasn't even invited to the birthday so okay. anyway <laughs> so these dudes roll up and he's like yo them them are my friends Ooh. and you know me and Carol like yeah like you know those are our homies they're yeah, they're boys. Like, yeah we were like oh they're all yeah like they're all best friends he's like yeah that's how it starts you don't you don't remember you don't remember calling a nigga your best friend and then other thing and I'm like oh my god so he was struggling with just processing the fact that she has male friends and then mm-hmm. one dude was literally the size of Edgar he was like ain't no way he's 13 ain't no way let me see your, let me see your passport. Let me see your driver's that's license. That's exactly what he said. He said, bro, you drive? And the dude was like, no, sir. Like straight, scared, scared. Is he a baby? No, he no really sir. Is. I was like, bro, stop. Like you being a little helicopter dad. Oh, but yeah, listen, it's going to change. My son, he's what, 5'10"? He's 14, 5'10", with a mustache. Voice changing. His voice is deep. Like in the morning, I'm like, don't even talk to me. Your voice deeper than your daddy. Barry White, get out. <laughs> yeah, these bo- I don't know what's, I don't know what's in the chicken. I'm not ready. I'm I don't know what's ready. in the chicken, but these boys is mature and fast. 
but Amaya, she wait, she's beautiful and she is she don't look like no baby. She she doesn't. She doesn't. And that's what I think scares him the most is that she's she just turned 13 or she's about to turn 13, but she doesn't look that she looks like she's about to turn like 16 or 17. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what worries him the most is that mm. she does look so mature. So anyhow, child. Anyway, let's anyway. Uh, change the topic. <laughs> so last week we talked about wife code and all yes. the boundaries that we have to have with our friendships and our marriages. But this week, I know we have talked about communication in previous episodes, but this week we are honoring, we are going to hone in on our, that's mm. women, mm-hmm. uh, wives, as in you, sis. Yeah, we are talking you to talking, you, whoever is listening, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about ways of communication and making sure that we come correct, because at the end of the day, when things don't go our way or we have expectations, uh, we can kind of catch an attitude sometimes or, you know, the whole uh, yeah. rolling of the head, the chicken head come out. And, yes. you know, so um, being married, sometimes that ain't cool. Right. So I think we just got to uh, watch it. So um, obviously there's hundreds of ways uh, that you could communicate, but uh, there is there are different different there are differences between the way men communicate versus women communicate. So what do you think? Are you a texter or a phone call or face to face? What kind of communicator do you think you oh are? Oh my goodness. So really in my relationship what is different is my husband is the talker. Like yeah, he, he <laughs> talks, he thinks quickly. Um he's quick-witted. Um and I'm not that I'm not that person like I would I'm I'm just really not the talker (laughs) even though I do a whole podcast I'm really not the talker and so you know when it comes to communication I I would prefer actually to text so that I can avoid conflict Mm -hmm. let's we can text about it or let's just not talk about it at all and then when we eventually somehow get over it then we can have a, a conversation about it um, but he not really set up like that. Like I remember at one point we, in our relationship, we did text arguments. Mm. Um, we would send each other like pages and pages of text, just letting I each other have, like done. going in, mm-hmm. letting each other have it. Uh-huh. Then we did emails and then it was just emails. <laughs> yes. We were too sophisticated <laughs> with it. Like who argues over you put a subject line? Listen, subject line, your attitude stank. <laughs> I'm dead. Dear stank mouth with your funky attitude. <laughs> Today. <laughs> yes. That is that is kind of how that's. Ugh. So I think we, I'm a texter. Faces. I think mm-hmm. I'm definitely a texter. Now, Edgar is um, definitely not a texter. He's not a texter, whether it's communication, whether it's arguing, whether it like he rather pick up the phone and talk it out or say hey to someone like he's Mm -hmm. horrible with texting always has been so me my form of communication I'm very good at um articulating myself with words right so I find it easier to text I've never done the email thing but I've done the texting right I've done the long (sighs) paragraphs I've done like um, literally indentation of paragraphs, uh-uh. like novel. Ooh, you're yes. not gonna send me no bullet I, like, point. Wrote a pa- <laughs> yeah, I wrote a paper to my husband via text. And in the very beginning of our relationship, he used to be like, I'm not reading all this. 
So he would get through maybe one or two things that I said. Mm -hmm. And let's just say I started with, you know, the issues that I have, but then I elaborate more so on accountability for myself. He not even reading the part that I said, I'm taking accountability for X, Y, Z. He just reading the part where I'm going in on him. Right. And so Mm -hmm. that, that text can kind of get lost um, in translation. And so I have found a lot of issues uh, trying to communicate via text message with my husband. Okay. So do you think that he's, when you guys do have these conversations, are they long conversations? Are they short, straight to the point? And Um, and what do you think works best for relationships? So I think, I think it depends. So in my relationship, I'm, this is, I'm, I'm straight to the point, right? <laughs> I feel like Edgar's super long-winded uh-huh. and he'll say the same thing in different ways. And I'm like, bro, this is like the 15th time that you've said that. <gasps> but I can't say men. that because then, because then it's like, it's, it turns into a whole nother argument if I bring that up. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'm, he's like going, 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 yap, 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 yap. And I'm looking at him like, okay, you done? Or not even, I don't even have to be that. It could be like me trying to say something Mm -hmm. and he's still going. (laughs) So then I'm like, you going to let me talk? Mm. Are you going to let me talk? There you go. There you go. Right. Are you done? (laughs) Are you done? And he'd be like, no, I'm not done actually. And then I'd be like, okay, here goes another hour. And so, but but by the time he's done, I'm like, I don't even, it don't even matter. I forgot what we arguing about at this point. (laughs) Cause you so long winded. Okay. But when you, okay. So when you guys do go back and forth and that's, I guess that's one thing again, when we talk about our, are you getting frustrated or are you trying to hear him? Does it just, so it infuriates you more in the beginning through the long windedness. Yep. In the beginning, um, it would frustrate me. Now I just, I just sit there and I just listen Mm. and we'll talk about that in a minute, but my listening might not be, um, listening to understand it might just be okay are you done and like in my head I'm thinking like okay Mm. you done Mm. but I'm not saying that (laughs) not anymore I used to I used to you used to say you used to say that well you know for most I think like for most parts women we want like whatever is going on we want to know the details we want to know the details of like how you're feeling, you know, right. that's kind of how we communicate. Yeah. Whereas in men, they want to talk about the facts and the mm-hmm. facts that the fact that we have more emotion, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Typically we have more emotion when it comes to it, either the emotion, it could be different types of emotion. Either we don't care. Um, we uh, are really upset and angry. Mm-hmm. So we cussing or, <laughs> right. or we, we listening, but we, we just, uh, like, uh, sir, if you don't get out of my face, it's right. Like, we really not hearing you. Yeah. Can, and I think it's like that, not even just with arguments. I think mm-hmm. just, so I think what, even just like things throughout the day or like, Hey, how are you? How was your day? And, and if, if Edgar goes in on his day and like kind of goes in a circle, mm. I tend to be like, I kind of lost what you were saying because it's so long winded. Yeah. So not even just in an argument, but that, that that's why I was saying, like, for me, I'm more short, sweet to the point. Edgar's more long winded. Um, but back to the point of women, like more detail when I do communicate, I'm like, okay, X, Y, Z, given all the details, but it's short. 
And his okay. way is giving me, he's gotten way better at doing, you know, giving me details and stuff, but it's long winded. Oh, okay. And I just okay. be annoyed. <laughs> I just be annoyed that it takes that long to say whatever you're going to say. <laughs> but at least, at least you do understand how his community, how he communicates. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the but first But that's been thing. growth. That's been growth. That wasn't in the beginning of our relationship. It took some time to get there. Oh, yeah. 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 Having to understand how he communicates. Mm -hmm. What's his style? Like even his when it comes to like taking like the love language quiz or something like that, just even understanding his style, his needs. So when you communicate with him, you know that it's getting ready to be, you know, a long conversation. Right. You got to fix your you got to fix your attitude because it's going to go and you can't check out Uh (laughs) Uh Uh, or it's going to be short and sweet to the point. Yeah. And and I think to your point, I think that's what's important um, is to know your spouse and how they communicate. And if you don't know, then just ask or take one of those. I mean, there's so many assessments online that you could find about communication style and stuff. So if you don't know your spouse's uh, communication style, ask them if they don't know what their own communication style is, uh, then you need to have them take some kind of assessment. Listen, but go to, does Vogue still, or like six, Sweet 16, like all those little magazines still uh-huh. do those little quizzes, uh-huh. <laughs> those online uh-huh. quizzes. Take they pop up quizzes. on Instagram sometimes, on a, not Instagram, Facebook. Oh, for real. Yes, mm-hmm. take those quizzes, figure out how you communicate. What about like your the volume like do you guys mm. have um kind of like a volume analysis or like a radar when know. you guys get Who into got a it volume ana- no um I talk loud anyway mm. I'm from Jersey and oh, well, I'm Puerto sense. Rican so I'm loud <laughs> oh. and so there's times where he's like why are you why and, it, and it's not even an argument just me talking and he's like why are you yelling I'm like but I'm not yelling and he's like you are mad loud, (laughs) but I'm not like, this is just me talking. And so then when I whisper, I'm like, but you can't even hear me. He's like, no, I hear you. (laughs) I hear you loud (laughs) and clear. Right. So I think, um, and then in, in arguments or in, in conflict, um, that could actually make things worse because Mm -hmm. I'm not aware he's telling me who you raising your voice to. And I'm like, but I'm not raising my voice. This is just how I talk. So again, it gets lost in translation. So I have to be very conscious and aware of the tone and the volume of my voice. Yeah. Yeah. I know from, um, for myself, I'm not a screamer. I don't, I'm not, it takes a lot to get me to yell. I'm just, I just don't have the, um, the bandwidth like I gotta I yell at kids I like I I can't even imagine you yelling at your kids though I can't I feel like I see you mad and I see you like a funny mad like I I can't even picture you upset I count with my kids and they understand my eye language okay like the way I look at them and then if they really trying me, if I count them down, I know people hate moms that count, but <laughs> I'm a counter too. <laughs> so, so just to digress for a second, well, my kids, so this is what I did. I set up with them at an early age, the counting, right? And so I start, I'll, they only get three, two, one. And so the first time where I think they are old enough to be aware of what's about to happen, um, I've done it. 
I've only had to do it twice, really, for each one of them. For my youngest daughter, I only had to be trying. Yeah, yeah, she'd be trying me. (laughs) So I'll start. So this is how it initiates. The first time they're like three years old, I'm like, okay, you can understand what's going on. You understand levels of anger. I'll make sure I'm like across the table from them or across the room from them. And there's things in front of me. Right. And I'll say three, two, you better not let me. No, wait, one, two, three. See, it's been so long since I did because they get like, <laughs> one, two. Oh, it's one, two, three. It's my bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. One, two, three. And I'll be telling them, you better not let me get to three. You better not let me get to three two you better not let me get to three. Oh, you and keep then, warning them after yes. each number <laughs> and so when i get to three i'll say three and whatever is front of me i push across the room and i lunge towards them and of course they take off running or scared <laughs> my daughter let me go with a full spanking but um, <laughs> but after that when i when i start counting they don't want me to get to three. Right. My son, like, has I don't think he's let, he's 14. I don't think he's ever let me get to three besides <laughs> those twice those two times. He don't want to know what's gonna he happen. Learned. Three. He, he learned. He learned two times. He learned. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't do a lot of screaming. It takes a lot for me to scream and, like for me to scream and yell, I have to say to myself, if I don't go to the next level, then we're not gonna reach the goal. Or his he's not gonna understand how important or what level emotion that I'm at. So I choose to scream or yell or even to cry. Like there's, (laughs) I don't, I don't know if that's the, if that's every woman. So listen, I'm 15 years in to this marriage. And to me, everything is a choice (laughs) when it comes to arguing. And I don't know if you can, if you can decide to, to do that, to make it a choice or if, you know, some women are still so, you know, in a place where they're, you know, still so emotionally connected to everything that, um, that they have to do that. Right. Now, well, now what about your husband? Cause he loud. So my husband is like you, he might as well be a Puerto Rican <laughs> from New Jersey because he is naturally he's loud. loud. He he's is naturally loud. loud. You know, like he just has one of those commanding voices. And of course he has a deep, you know, voice and talks with his hands. And for a very long time, I was intimidated Um a, just by a normal conversation. I right. thought it was a debate. I thought we were in an argument, even though we were just having a conversation. He on because he's st- listen, he's on 100, but he usually hovers around 98, 99. So like who, <laughs> who knew? And <laughs> so we just, so we had to establish some, some tone checks. Right. So mm-hmm. like, and, and maybe this is something that you all have done or you all can do out there. Um, no, at any point in an, an argument or a conversation, if I feel like, and it's mostly me feeling like he's getting too loud, right? I'll tell him, check your tone. And that is a, a line, a word, a sentence we can say during any conversation that the person can't get mad about. Like those right. are our rules of engagement. If I tell uh-huh. you to check your tone or you tell me to check my tone, I have to take a breather That's and bring good. it down a notch. That's good though. And you shouldn't, I, I feel like, for me, probably in the early stages of our marriage, of my of my marriage, I probably if he would have told me that, like, uh, check your tone, I probably would have taken defense, like, yes, defense to it. I would have been like, who are you talking to? Like, no, you check your tone. But I think now in the place that we're at, he can say, check your tone because he had a conversation with me about it. So he mm-hmm. kind of prepped me. 
um, now he can say something like that. And I'd be like, okay, maybe I am either got an attitude or Mm -hmm. I'm talking loud or what have you. So that's good. Yeah. Even like what an attitude, right? Mm. It's like about that. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I think it just depends on what it is. Like if I'm, if I'm hot, I just feel like I've gotten better at this too. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, if you, if you are a married woman and you've been married for at least five years, hopefully you've seen growth in yourself and in your marriage. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I have grown um, to, again, be aware on how I say things to him. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing I do is, hey, is right now a good time? If it's not a good time, my husband, it has ups and downs and there's just the pressures that men deal with, period, can be a lot on an everyday basis. And so sometimes, well, in the the very beginning, I wasn't aware of any of that. I was like, okay, like we all got stuff going on. So we got to, you know, keep it pushing. But as we continue to grow and he's started vocalizing a lot of his stressors and stuff, it's men do carry a, a completely different weight than women yeah and so first thing I do now hey is it a good time xyz if it's not okay whenever it's a good time I have something to talk to you about or something that's bothering me I want I want to bring it to your attention um that has saved us a lot <laughs> right because it gives you an opportunity to to actually like think and go over the things that you're upset right. about right and to calm down bring your right. emotions to a, a point uh-huh. where you know that you're not infuriated or overly emotional and you can have a conversation where you're not coming to him in a in the wrong way chicken head yeah chicken right. head with the attitude yes <laughs> mm-hmm. yes timing is very important um what about like time limits like how long can you argue about something? You know, in the Bible it says, "Don't let the sun go down on your anger." And I know a lot. Of- I think some. I don't agree with that all the time. Yeah, yeah. It depends. I don't agree with that all the time because, um, in the beginning I was like, "Oh yeah," like I totally thought that. Yeah, don't let the sun go. Yeah, no. Um, I think sometimes you need to let the sun go down because you need to again, going back to what we just said, create that space and Mm -hmm. process some of those things and not um, react off of heightened emotions. So I think sometimes sleeping on it and waking up to a new day kind of sometimes puts things in perspective, you know, like, okay, we, I was mad about this, but now's a new day. And does it even matter? Like, should I even be mad about that? You know? Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So I don't believe in the whole don't go to bed angry thing. Don't, yeah. Cause, <laughs> cause for me, like when I read, I'm like, don't let the sun go down your anger. Like I'm thinking, and I know a lot of, uh, you know, we sit in a lot of pews where um, pastors and ministers talk about this and don't go to bed angry. And I'm like, so do I really stay up till the very next day? Arguing, talk, arguing and going over this into the wee hours and uh-huh. I got to go to bed in the morning um, or I mean, in other places where it talks about letting the sun go down, it's talking about like the end of your life, right? right. <laughs> and so is it like, okay, don't, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Does that mean doesn't, you know, don't die with hate in your heart. Don't die with anger in your heart or unforgiveness in your heart. Don't let right. the sun go down, you know, on your anger. So yes, I think that is, um, that's up to, you know, divine interpretation mm-hmm. uh, as far as that. Um, but yeah, sometimes you gotta, you gotta sleep on that thing before you argue about it during an argument. 
um don't do it when you running out the door and you feel right. like i'm gonna get the last word uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> i'm gonna get that last word in and and throw it out to him um and tell him and i said what i said period right. <laughs> mic drop right or, not drop. Even, or, or even just if you're if you know hu- your husband's not a a morning person not even with just arguing but like any kind of um more of a serious conversation if mm. they're not a morning don't have it in the morning like that's just that's just common yeah, that's- sense to me right like wait till the afternoon I know sometimes as women when we feel things or when there's something on our mind we want to rush and get it out either a because we just don't want to live with that the rest of the day or mm-hmm. we just some of us might just forget um which if you forget then obviously it wasn't that important but right 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 <laughs> definitely make sure that your timing is right because you could yeah. get an answer that uh, makes mm. things even worse yeah. um especially if you all heated you emotional about a situation mm-hmm. um make sure you say okay you know what I know that we both get get home about six so in between six and seven we got a little time to talk about this <laughs> let's go right. ahead and, and then pick that time to be like uh hey bae remember yep. the other day when you had said <laughs> right and if you, you can't and honestly if if communication is a just a hard thing overall for you and your spouse then find someone that can help you do that right either that's a counselor or a marriage mentor um life group if you're in a life group so just find uh someone that is able to because one thing you don't want to do is continue holding off on different communications and different things and feelings and things that you want to be able to tell someone or your spouse hopefully Mm -hmm. um and then having those things get brushed under the road because then that's a whole yes. nother ticking bomb. That's a whole nother. <laughs> yeah, that's then a whole nother episode. Here comes resentment. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What about body language when you're communicating? And this is not just with our spouse, which is everyone, right? Mm, that's true. That's true. Um, it's I'm just gonna again digress. I watched a body language expert um diagnose the conversation with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry shut up really yesterday yes and it's it was just so um oh that'd be interesting it was so interesting to see them break down like the different sentences she said the different things she did like she was like okay you can see right here that she actually is on the verge of getting out and running because she feels scared or she feels um or she has concerns about you know how if she's going to be forced to answer this question it was so interesting and then they played the clip and you was like oh my gosh she literally like halfway rose up out the seat yeah you know and yes shut (laughs) up you're gonna have to send me that yes it was so good y'all um and it was also talking about um how um yes oprah had the questions but she was you know, some of the things she asks were triggered by some of the things that Megan said, and they were genuine. Like she was really like floored right. by some of the stuff. And, you know, Oprah is a an expert at body language. You right. know, she's really able to read people. But there were times that she was even she even showed signs of really being floored and being and having things that were unexpected so it was great body language is so so crazy it's so real and I mean when it comes to those non-verbal cues from your spouse like this is your spouse right like this is the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with you have to pay close attention Mm. to those you have to know those you have to you know know what the eyebrow raise means right 
you know, know what the crossed arms. Mm, yes, the sitting avoiding back in the icon, chair. Yep, avoiding yes. eye contact. Yeah, the, the legs shaking. <laughs> oh yes, all the lips perched. <laughs> the way we do stuff, the head tilt. Like, oh, who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't went from spouse to sit to, to like. <laughs> that is so funny. Yes. Oh my god. All of those, all of those cues are really important. So you have to the silent. Know. Look, even the silent treatment. That's Ooh. that is a nonverbal. Even the silent treatment of just. It is just nothing just don't right? say nothing no response a just lot of people do the silent treatment though because they're shut down at that point um so I feel like it's yeah. and if that is the case then I I wonder if there's like I don't I've never ex- experienced or tried but I wonder if there's like something or that you can say um to kind of indicate to your spouse like mm-hmm. okay like I'm I'm checked out or I've had enough. Can we revisit this conversation? Mm. Um, but I think that might be hard too, depending on how your spouse communicates and how if like, for instance, if I, I feel like if I were to be like, okay, like I'm done, I can't take any more or I don't let me process what you've already said before you give me more. Even if mm-hmm. that takes a day or two, I feel like that won't flow with Edgar. Yeah. He had yeah. like, he, we got to find a resolution right now right now or he needs to say what he got to say all of it Mm. all eight hours jesus (laughs) and then that's that's it right so i'll say this when it comes to the silent treatment first off it has been said that the silent treatment is a form of abuse right because yes (laughs) i'm serious well it started with children right if you give a baby the silent treatment like neglect it's neglect right and it's the same thing when it comes to your spouse or any person whether it is a co-worker or something like that like they would much a person would much rather honestly understand what is going on in your mind than for you to act like they don't exist right crazy and so (laughs) so, I never thought of it like that but now when you said it I was like huh makes sense yes and so when it comes to those nonverbal or you know kind of cues paying attention to that I think when it comes to silent treatment like you got to have rules of engagement like we went through a phase where my husband would give me the silent treatment um and then, and that's different because I wouldn't do the silent treatment, but I would be a person that just like shut down. Like mm-hmm. I would answer questions. I'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. but I would just be really mm-hmm. checked out. You're right. You know, um, <laughs> you fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're right. Exactly uh-huh. what you said. I, I totally <laughs> agree. Right. And just cause I'm, cause now I'm making a grocery list in my head. Right. Like all of those things, <laughs> but the silent, but I think when it comes to like that, when somebody is like completely checked out and has made a conscious decision to ignore you I think you gotta like have a rule of engagement that says you know what I'm at a point where I don't want to talk to you anymore or the things you're saying are so upsetful ups upset me and are so hurtful that I need a break from you I would Mm -hmm. much prefer you to you know go chill at your homeboy house for like two hours than to be in the house with me and act like I'm not there right and so one of our rules of engagement is that the silent treatment does not exist. Like we, we can't, we can't, because now I'm throwing stuff. 
I, oh, you gonna you gonna hear me? You gonna say something? Right, right, <laughs> right. I like the rules of engagement, though. I, I feel like we talked about that. We talked about that in previous we episodes. We might have, but we did talk about it in life group. So. <laughs> yeah, that might have been it. I, yeah, we might. I, we gonna have to backtrack on these episodes and see what we talked about. But I like that. We might need an episode on rules of engagement. Rules of engagement is so important. So uh-huh. important. I like that. I do. <laughs> but there's a lot of things that um could come across as uh just different body language or like nonverbal cues mm-hmm. um so i think we just have to be aware you have to be aware of and pay attention like learn your spouse when it comes to you know when they shut down or when they um you know or, or when they're upset or when they can't take no more or when they're about to go from you know a eight to a 15 yeah just like okay let me slow down let me stop hollering let me stop yelling because this is when i'm talking like this this is when he really gets upset you know right the nonverbals can communicate a lot to your spouse or to the other person that's on the other side so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah um what about active listening right so I know I mentioned in in earlier that you know sometimes when we would uh when my husband would be long-winded um I don't know if I was actively listening uh the way I should have been right so I think um the most important part is to make sure that we're listening to understand and not to respond. And for me, that was extremely hard um, because my husband was long-winded, right? So there was times where I was listening to do nothing, not to respond or to understand. Um, But um, it's definitely important to be able to actively listen. And then with my profession, that's just I have to actively listening, listen. Um, but it was easier with other people than my husband. You know what? The thing about active listening is like, if you're not, if you're, do you really want the argument to be over? Like, that's the question you have to ask yourself. Do you really want the argument to be over? Because if you really want the argument to be over, then you have to understand it's like, okay, person A wants to be heard and you want to be heard. You and your spouse want to be heard. You want your feelings to be considered and you want somebody and you want understanding, right? Mm-hmm. And so in order to get to a place where the argument is over cuz we for me I want the argument to be over, you have to like let them feel like they're being listened to. <laughs> right. Right. And not like, you know, be formulating things in the back of your head. Like if they have, like if your spouse is long winded and they on topic one, two and three, you, and they got a list of 12 <laughs> and they got 12. You can't like stop listening through four through 12 because <laughs> you got rebuttal. You waiting to say those rebuttals for one, right. two and three, because then you always trying to cut in. You like, you know, won't let them speak. Right. And again, you have to decide, okay, if we're going to have an argument, let me get my pen and my piece of paper because I know how my spouse does it. And I'm going to need to say something about one, two, and three. <laughs> so let me go ahead and jot it down. So let me start. <laughs> let me start writing. And when I'm writing, I'm shaking my head to my, mm-hmm, yep, okay, I got that. Okay, and what else did you say? Okay, hold on, slow down because I want to make sure that I'm actively listening and getting everything that you're saying. Like, whatever you have to do to get through the argument, communicate your feelings, and then move on. <laughs> Look, uh, that is so funny. You need a whole uh, journal, journal and pen to get through an argument. But it's true. If you need it, that's just that's those are things that you need to do. 
Yes. If Or if, you know, like my husband is a problem solver. Like a lot of men are a problem solver. If you're married. So ladies, I'm a problem. Are, I'm the problem solver see, in, our, in our relationship. Oh, really? I like to, I'm the fixer. I like to fix things. See, and that is, and, and you know what? I think probably you, Tamara, and LaKendra are probably all the same. <laughs> all of our hosts are probably all the same. Like that, I'm the only one who is not a fixer. You're like, oh, it's broke. Okay, well, it's gonna be broke for a little bit. I'm like, well, tell me how did it break, and how do you feel about it being broken? Let's take a look at the broken pieces and really try to understand how Let's the dissect. pieces feel about being broken. And um, if they would even like to be fixed or have they just decided they're willing to live broken? Yeah, I'm the fixer. Like, <laughs> I'm like, that's totally me. the fixer. That's I'm me. like, oh, it's broke. Okay, what, how are we going to fix this? Like, what is, what is next? What do we need to do? Where's the solution? Okay, A didn't work. Let's try B. B don't work. Like, I always have an A, B. Like, I got A through Z plan oh, in my head. Girl, we couldn't be married. <laughs> we couldn't be married. Well, you know what? <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, so a lot of people are... so usually it works that way in a marriage one person is a fixer mm -hmm. and the other person is and the other person is i just i need to be heard mm -hmm. right and so you have to say okay what hat do you have on or can you please take off your mr fix it hat because i really don't need right. you to fix it right now right i just need you to listen listen right mm -hmm. <laughs> i just need you to listen and not try to solve all my every problem some problems like there are times where there's problems that i want to solve but i need to talk it out and I want to take and own the responsibility of solving and fixing the problem myself. But because I'm married to a fixer, I never get that opportunity to mm. freely think or verbalize what it is so that I can come in and draw my own conclusion. It's funny you say that because Edgar has voiced that to me sometimes. Like there's times where I want to bring something to you, but it's hard because I don't want you to give me a solution. I just want you to listen. Yes. He said that he has said that to me. And then I'm like, oh. So now oh he'll be you, like, babe, I just need an ear. I don't need input. And so then I'll just listen. And then he sees my little brain going ding, 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 ding. Mm -hmm. And he's like, sometimes he'll be like, okay, thanks. You did a good job. Then other times he's like, okay, give it to me. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he can see it. Like he sees my, my brain. And the light yes, bulbs. he sees that I want to give input or I want to fix. And so he, sometimes he'll he'll just be like, go ahead. I know, it's me, eating. I know it's eating you up. Just go ahead and say it. Say what you got to say. Yeah. But again, that's about knowing your spouse. No, if your spouse is a fixer and you are not, you you just need to you know get some things off your chest you just then you need to identify that right and you have to say okay hey can you put on your fixer hat or hey right. can you take off your fixer hat because I just that's need not what I need. years yeah right because then what you do is you go and you find somebody else to talk to mm -hmm. who communicate the way you want to communicate yeah. and lo and behold you in yep. a whole emotional affair because yep. you just wouldn't stop for a second and identify or ask your spouse to you know hey this is how I need you to to work through this with me I right. have to do that with mine all the time I have to say hey um I got some things I want to talk about, but I don't need you to, or I have a business idea and I'm just talking through it. I don't want you to write the business plan <laughs> right now. And like, that's be so me as I'm talking, you're that Googling so before the end of the conversation, you didn't set up an LLC and order t-shirts. Like what? <laughs> that is so me. 
Oh my God. These fixers. Oh my God. If you are a fixer and you are listening, sit down somewhere. Uh, that sit is down. so that is so me. I could be like, babe, I want it. And I'm like, okay. And I get like all excited. And he's like, bro, like seriously, you just spent six hundred dollars on the LLC. Like I was, I was just giving an idea. And I'm like, oh, that's totally a good idea. I just yes. go off. Yes. That is so funny. That is so, so funny. But what about words, too? I know we, ha- we have had a whole episode on words, right? Be mindful of your words. Um, if, if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and take a listen. It's season one, episode 22. I think it's called The Power of Words. Um, yes. Go listen one. to it. Yep. Go it listen to it. It's really, really, really helpful. Um, just kind of explaining you know, the power of words, how, how much the things you say, how they could hurt, how they could do damage, how they can do good. Mm -hmm. So go back and listen to that. And when it comes to the power of words, it's not just, just to take it into what we're talking about today with, um, watch your tone. It, the words, how you say them, like sometimes we throw words at people and if we would have said them a different way or considered the fact that, hey, I'm talking to my spouse. I know their history. I know how they grew up. I know <laughs> what changes they've been through. I know all of these things about them. Maybe not. Maybe I shouldn't just throw these words at them like that. Um, then you could save yourself and your spouse a whole world of resentment, of anger (laughs) of more arguments um like yeah words are really really Mm -hmm. important and 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 could break make I don't care sticks and stones may break my bones but words never hurt me lies that's a lie yeah hashtag lie for sure (laughs) for sure for sure but look we can talk about um our tone, our body language, ways of communication. We could talk about that for a really long time. There's so many ways that we can go and dissect this subject, but we got to move on because there's a lot of stuff going on in the press. Oh my goodness. One thing that had me dying this week. What's popping? Let me tell you, dying. (laughs) When I saw the meme, I I fell out. I literally fell out screaming what bruh money bag joe talking about joe biden and the stimmy checks that we oh to get. my god they made him <laughs> into a meme yes. and it is so funny they made him as 69 as takashi 69 with the uh colorful with, braids oh not the, they put not the, the look they put that man in front of um a, a corner store so in my corner store is called sheffield's they put him in front of a a, a sheffield's type no. corner store with a whole newport track suit and some gray not, cornrows not a unit he didn't have a whole unit on <laughs> whole unit they put him in um in Lambos with like these glasses, they put them with a grill. I mean, the Money the main Joe, <laughs> yo, that w- that's the best one. That's the best one I have heard in like three years. Yeah. Money bag Joe, he got them <laughs> stimulus checks out. So, look, mine pending. Look, when, people- <laughs> look, mine pending. I don't know about yours, but my pen. If you but listen, tomorrow is Monday. Wake up early in the morning and, and check, check your, bank your account. account. <laughs> look, look, me and me and Eka was talking about because look, I'm gonna be petty real quick. And uh, so we have a lot of friends that are Trump supporters, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
things we don't agree to a lot of certain extents right mm-hmm. but we was like shoot maybe we should like take a poll right and see the people like all of our people that you know were so against trump or, or yes. biden and got all this negative stuff to say about biden like mm-hmm. okay well you can go ahead and forfeit uh, trans- transfer your stimulus check to me how about that if, you know like you don't want this this money then go ahead and give it to me yeah you thing, don't want right? it okay so, yeah, i think we might do that if you don't might. want him if you don't want biden then you don't want all of the benefits that come right so you can go ahead and give a biden supporter your your money or something right because we yeah. need it yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll take i take it. all the free i take all the free free, free i'll take free. your chick your chick your right. chick your right. chick so edgar and i were talking about that so we might do a little poll like um you know, whoever voted. Type Is there in. anybody out there who wants to give away their stimulus check because they're so against, against Biden. Joe Biden? Right. Money, Money bag, bag Joe. Joe. <laughs> Money bag Joe. That is hilarious. I think I did see it's him. So um, I saw one uh, of him like... Um, What's the thing with the money with the money gun? Like the strippers oh, we yeah. having? <laughs> yeah. I did see that one. Yeah, that's good. So uh, the stimulus <laughs> checks are out. Um, I did see something that had, was talking about the amount of stimulus that they're giving out in all the different countries. And America is doing people dirty in comparison. People get are stimulus they? checks. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. There's like Australia, uh, United Kingdom. Uh, all they of these probably get stimulus like what? Like once monthly. a month? Yeah, they get that's monthly what I stimulus checks. That's and what I um, so yeah, but at least we got what we got. Okay? Right. Look, and I'm grateful for my little uh, yes, change. People need it. They need to fill. They're using it to Absolutely. fill in the gaps. Some people might be like, okay, well, I'm two hundred dollars short every month because of COVID. So I'll just spread it out over the next couple mm-hmm. months, and hopefully another decision will be made. And some people just going on vacations and buying bottles and buying sneakers and oh, buying all types right. of stuff. But you know what? That ain't nobody business. It Let ain't them nobody. Spend that. Listen, Let them spend the stimmy how they want to spend the stimmy. Okay, if you bought three bottles of pure white Hennessy in customs <laughs> on your way back from Cancun, cool, whose business is that? <laughs> Not your business. <sighs> Hashtag guilty. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't my business. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about, we got a couple of things, but just real quick. If y'all have not seen on Twitter, Trey Song spitting <laughs> into, <laughs> in the mouth of two just beautiful queens <laughs> i cannot it's so disgusting it is so disgusting he's not spitting he is hogging a loogie it is disgusting it is so so disgusting he is like literally gathering the spit in his mouth <laughs> and like uh, it's so disgusting. a whole loogie, and he it's does so it a couple nasty. of times in the video. And the it, chicks is ma- their mouth and tongue are out, like wide they, open, they ready for it. They want it. Uh, it's so gross. I, I know. I know Trey songs. And he had it? COVID back in October. Get these antibodies. Get these antibodies, <laughs> sis. Get these COVID antibodies, sis. I got one shot of my vaccine. Let me get you some of this. They just trying to get cured. They just trying to get a little bit of antibodies. That's all it is. That's the only reason they, they doing it. I, I heard it was for like some photo, sh- some, he, like Video there's pictures or something. being snapped. You can see that like there's pictures being snapped in it. But I mean, nasty is nasty. Like can't nobody spit. But he nasty. He is a little he- bit. He, you, I mean, yeah, I feel like I can just see it in his soul. He nasty. 
when the whole uh dick leak came out you know yeah he yeah he, was he just looked yeah he just looked like he a little nasty freak. Yeah, he looked, yeah he looked like he a toss a salad or two uh-huh. uh, <laughs> of a random mm-hmm. just stripper right <laughs> right after the long night Ooh. Right. Ooh. right smelling like uh cinnamon spice from Ew. victoria's secret <laughs> But yeah, if you have not seen that on Twitter, is 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 viral, of course. But he is holding two ladies by their chins. So uh, nasty. They hover around his um, region. <laughs> he there is a long glop of spit that is going from his mouth all the way down to theirs, and uh, it's nasty. And Trey Songz is nasty. And if you like that kind of nasty, sis, by all means, right. Uh, tune again to the video, and that ain't none of our business, and that ain't none of our business. That's your business. <laughs> but look, what about um, this whole there was a huge rumor, and it had Twitter, Instagram, it had a whole lot of people like, Oh, I told you so, I knew this wasn't gonna last. J Lo and Aaron Rodriguez mm. supposedly they broke up or cut off their engagement, engagement. whatever, right? But people were like, you know j-lo for the streets because you know she done been around Listen. everybody and their mama uh some people were also like a rod's an idiot or a rod stupid like it, i kind of seen it both ways they both kind of <laughs> got a lot of smoke but i would i saw j-lo get the most smoke out of it. i would like to agree with those who have said that j-lo is for, the, for street. the streets <laughs> this run through them she yeah. run through them and she, she run do. through the high dollar high name once she, she runs through them she i don't do. know why jake wasn't i mean i know that she had an affair with drake at some point they had some rendezvous that was really short-lived though right maybe his money wasn't long enough because you know she's a paper <laughs> chaser she got the block on fire <laughs> she like but she is always she'll love them and leave them she so do she is for the streets. And I feel sorry for A-Rod because from what I have seen, like he is in love with those kids. He has a great yeah. relationship with a daddy. And I don't know. Well, apparently it's a rumor. Supposedly she made comment that they're working through the problems. So, I mean, what hopefully kind of they do stay good. I know. Y'all both millionaires. Y'all both at an age Didn't where- they come into like business? or So they did some kind of business endeavor together. So yes. I'm like, that's just too much to be undoing. To undo. I mean, your it kids out. is at a point where they understand know what's going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. They all grown. And like, why? Why can't you work it out as adults? Like, what is it? You don't have to see each other every day. You, I mean, like somebody get on yeah. your nerves, be like, oh, I'm going on tour. Like, why do you have to? <laughs> right. Create yeah, space. You got the means to. Right. I think it's J Lo. I think J Lo was for the streets and um the long. <laughs> she like Lori. Right. She like Lori Harvey and <laughs> Marjorie Harvey, who lock one down. Um, but yeah, I I'm sorry that they broke up. I'm so sorry for that man. But he just didn't know that the person he fell in love with was was for the streets. I know. So what about <laughs> the football fans, right? Drew B supposed to be retired. right right drew (laughs) in the latter part of his career he ruffled a whole lot of feathers when he was against the whole you know taking a knee uh Mm -hmm. uh, kaepernick whole thing like he was like 
I don't want to play with them if they don't respect the flag. And, yeah. you know, he had a whole lot to say. And then he took the, the education route where he had to get educated, you know, um, on what was what and why was why. And mm-hmm. it eventually somehow a little bit halfway, not really, but just, re- you know, released a statement that somebody else wrote. So um, yeah. <laughs> I say, you know what I'm saying? Like, go ahead and take a seat, Drew. Um, right. You made your contribution. Mm-hmm. You were appreciated. You made the NFL a, a whole lot of money, like mm-hmm. 50 times more money than you actually made. Have right. a seat, sir. Right. <laughs> Have a seat. I don't care. Bye. Pretty much. <laughs> Did you watch the Grammys? I did not see this is what I do nowadays um because my attention span has changed because you know it's 2021 and who can watch a whole show where there's right. commercials and all that kind of stuff uh what I did was I just looked through people Instagram pages <laughs> that's what I did who won <laughs> and who didn't win and <laughs> that's, what I, that's exactly what I, I saw that Beyonce and Blue Ivy won Girl, and she's Blue like Ivy the youngest she got yeah, her she's Grammy like the girl. youngest Gram, uh, award Grammy person uh-huh. congratulations I saw that. Blue yep I saw that on uh, Instagram yes but that but, uh, Kanye won one too right what who uh, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He did, he did. He right. I think. He, yeah, I thought he. I thought he won another one too. <laughs> look, <laughs> but look, you be proud of me. Guess what I did? I what think you. I think you recommended it. Behind your eyes on Netflix. Yes. I saw it. I binge watched it. I watched the whole thing. Behind her eyes. It was like so it. good. Yes. But for me, yeah. But it's behind crazy. her eyes. So for me, because I'm in the crazy world, I, I couldn't totally tell what was going to happen. Like it was really? so predictable for me. So predictable. I had no the idea I was where they like switched, where they switched bodies. I was like, this is about to happen. The minute she closed her eyes, I'm like, she's about to go into her body. <sighs> and what is her name? Um, what's her name? The crazy cuckoo the, one, the wife, Adele, mm-hmm. Adele, Adele was going to go into, um, uh, what was the other chick? The black chick. Oh, spoiler alert! If you haven't watched it, this is right. A spoiler. You must stop. <laughs> Go on, pause now. <laughs> Look, let me not spoil it. Go ahead and watch it. But for me, it was very predictable. But that's also because I'm in the. I lo- I live in the cuckoo world. <sighs> it was a lot. It was, it was a lot. It took it's good like though. for it was an good. episode or two. I was like, oh lord, okay, what's gonna happen? But then it picked back up. Yeah, it was good. It, it was very good. interesting. Yeah, I enjoyed um, that one. Very interesting. I was like, oh, I, I could check something off my list because y'all always talk about stuff. And I'm like, I don't watch TV. <laughs> but I can tell you what I binge watched while I was in Cancun. I watched um, Georgia and Jenny. And that's it's on a, Netflix. That's on Netflix. It's about a mother and daughter. And the, the mother has a rich history and she's from Georgia. And okay. she has two kids and she has um she's everywhere she goes she's just trying to protect her kids and make a life for herself and she has had to make sacrifices and do things that a lot of moms would do based on the way she came up but it's called George and Jenny it's really good it's probably one of those movies that most adult black women will probably would not watch unless they were just vacationing but it was a really good movie. Um, one of her daughters is fixed. That's the only reason that I was intrigued. Because I was like, Jordan and Jenny. And I was like, okay, wait, but her daughter is half black. Mm, what happened? And so 
<laughs> so I we'll watched have to it. Watch it. And it was really good. So put that on the list, y'all. George and Jenny, oh, if you haven't watched it. One more thing. Sister Soldier, Life After Death. You know, the oh. book came out. I I got the book and I'm on chapter four. And I've really enjoyed it. So we'll see. Because you know it's a life after death. Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah, it's a thick one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's supposedly the sequel to Coldest Winter Ever. Really? Okay. So All right. You so like you're gonna one. have to keep us, y'all. Listen, uh, read the book. Let us know if you've read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us some comments or something about it. Uh, but don't don't give us no spoiler like we do. Don't Look. let us know what happens <laughs> at the end because we're gonna take a whole read. We're gonna take a whole read. So listen, let's go ahead and shut this episode down because yes. time is wearing down. We talked about a whole lot of stuff, sis. When it comes to you and your husband and how y'all communicate, <laughs> please know, please know that it is so important to know your spouse. Know yourself first, because to mm-hmm. thine own self, mm-hmm. uh, know yourself. I changed it up a little bit. You want to make sure you know yourself, know your communication style, know when you are getting emotional, know when you're getting angry, and know when you have checked out. Because those are really important things when it comes to having um, heated fellowship or uh, heated communication or debates or arguments or discussions or whatever it is that you call it with your husband. You want to make sure that you are respectful of the way he communicates and also honor the way that you communicate. You both are in need of something and that's to be heard and to be respected and to get your point across. And so in order to do that, sometimes you got to check your own tone. Mm-hmm. And so this episode is filled with everything you need to think about, know, and maybe communicate with your spouse, have a conversation about what their needs are when it comes to, you know, making sure that you get your needs met when it comes to heated discussions. Um, we love y'all. And all we want to do is make sure that you are doing your part, sis, so that you can reach till death do you part. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been a great episode. It's just yes. me and my girl Adelise chopping it up this time. Yes. And um, we want y'all to hit us up. Let let us know how y'all feel about this. Let us know if you guys have done some things to check your tone or you have any rules of engagement with your spouse. Hit us up on Three Dope Wives. Um, and that is on Instagram. You can also email us at three dope wives at gmail.com and look us up on all social media platforms. If you have not joined our group, Dope Wife Nation send us an invite alert we would love to have you we have some great conversations there we got Um, some good stuff cooking up too we got some good stuff cooking up, and we need you guys to join the group so that we can you know get some more wife talk and wife chat going again Mm -hmm. that's dope wife nation and you can find us on um facebook for that group (sighs) all right adelise i guess that's it it's been real, like always. It's been real, <laughs> and I can't wait till next episode. We'll I talk know. to y'all then. We out. Bye. Episode Peace. of Three Dope Wives. Sis, we are so glad you took a minute to get real with us. Yep. Listen, I want you to know something. Every day a woman is married and a wife is made. Vows are exchanged and hopes arise. Mm-hmm. And every day a woman's dreams are crushed. Ush. Let me tell you, crushed, crushed <laughs> by the yep. reality of what marriage really is. True. Stay tuned with us and we will help you survive another day of this crazy, crazy 
crazy married life. Crazy married life. I promise we will. Now, if you would like to submit a question or a topic of discussion, please send your request to 3dopewives at gmail.com. That's T-H-R-E-E, dopewives at gmail.com. And we'll see you again next time, girl. 